What if they say, uh-uh, Mm-mm, your kid is not getting sick this year. They don't need these tissues. Unpack it. More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right, you are listening to Station with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. And before we get started, let me just say that these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right, now that we got that out of the way. Hi, peeps. Let's just jump right into this episode with what I have finished recently reading, okay? So I just finished this devotional by Priscilla Shire, and I am such a Priscilla Shire fan. Let me tell you, when the woman speaks, when she opens up her mouth, it's fantastic. I love her. Anyway, I read her 90-day devotional. It's called Awaken. 90 Days with the God Who Speaks. It came out in 2017, apparently, but it's a devotional, right? It's always applicable whenever. And I did it with a friend. Hey, Jessica. Hey, girl. Shout out to her. And we, uh, man, it has been a beautiful journey. So let me just get to you three words, personal, revelatory, and transformative. So y'all know I have my three words when I'm reviewing these books. First, personal. Now, if you've never read a devotional before, they typically are personal. A lot of them are. I will say that this is definitely on that scale, very personal. Priscilla Shire, she goes through her life and she's bringing through examples from her own life to share biblical truths and help you think through certain things, right? So I really like that. She gets personal. You get a chance to know her, some of her experiences. And I like that. I like that a lot. Two, revelatory. Now, everybody is different, right? So for me, when I open a devotional, I'm looking for revelation. People may be looking for different things, but I'm looking for something revelatory for me. And I would say that there are not just in terms of what I was learning about myself, because I'm going to get to transformative, right? But just certain Bible scriptures that she picked out that I thought either one, I never thought about that scripture in that way, or two, I don't remember this story in the Bible. Mm-mm, it's not Jonah in the well, right? It's not Daniel in the lion's den. <laughs> She's bringing in some stuff that I have not seen in a while and I definitely don't remember. So that was pretty cool. Just revelatory, learning so much more about the Bible in terms of just interpretation and stories that are easy to just zip right past. Okay. Third word, transformative. Now, I said I did this devotional with a friend. And what we did was we read it on our own every day. You know, we were writing because there's a part where you can write in the devotional after each day, you know, there are some questions and you answer them for yourself. And it's supposed to be a private experience. So we would do that individually each day, but we'd come together every week and we talk about some of our favorite ones of the past week. And that was transformative for me. It was really important, like I said, I wanted to find revelations. I wanted to grow spiritually. 
And this book, you know, through the personal anecdotes that she shared, through these revelatory scriptures that she shared with different interpretations that I would have never would have never thought of on my own. And even with some everyday life experiences that she relates to these scriptures, I just found it very transformative for myself. And of course, when you're writing and you're reflecting, there's just a lot of transformation that happens. And it's a 90-day devotional. So we're talking about, about three months, right? So it's not something that I zipped through all at once. It was something that I chewed on each and every day. And that was really special to be able to have that time and to spend that much time on a book. I'm actually working on another book right now that I'm reading. I've been reading it for months because it's epic and I can't wait to tell you all about the book and what I thought about it. But it's just different, you know, when you're reading a book really quickly and you get you get a lot out of it. I get a lot out of it. But it's especially when you get a chance to really sit with a book for a long time. And devotionals, you know, it's not necessarily one storyline being woven throughout, which I mean, it is the Lord, (laughs) but um, it is different every day. So I really enjoyed it. Once again, personal, revelatory, and transformative, Awaken 90 Days with the Lord Who Speaks by Priscilla Shire. And she's a New York Times bestselling author and, uh, you know, really has a fantastic ministry. And so if you're into that kind of thing, right, if you're open, if you're curious, uh, even if you've never picked up a devotional before, if you're just curious about it, you know, pick it up if you so choose. All right. So moving on to the topic of the day, y'all. So I was talking to a sister in Christ. We were talking about just transitions and getting ready for a next step in life. And she was telling me about her husband and how he had gotten a packing list for a deployment once upon a time, right? So he got this packing list and they told him everything he needed to bring. And we're just talking about how straightforward that was. Very, very helpful to have a packing list. And I was, you know, also just looking online because there's so many, there are so many communities for military spouses online and families. And so I was looking and I could see a lot of people are moving permanent changes station. I've talked about that for the meal curious permanent changes station. We call that PCS. Okay. So a lot of people PCSing and they're asking online, what should I bring? Should I bring this? Should I bring that? Particularly, I guess, coming to a different country, like, or going to a different country, they want to know what they need to bring, what they can't find. Right. And then of course, it's back to school time, y'all. People are getting ready to go back to school. It's a it's a fresh start, new stuff. And I remember being in school and you had those back to school lists, right? Each grade, you had everything you need to bring back to the classroom if you're going into a physical classroom, right? And so it just got me to thinking. It got me to thinking, y'all. I was like, wouldn't it be nice if we had unpacking list too? Just just stick with me here because we got all these packing lists, you know, lists of all the things you need for a new experience, a new journey, a beginning of something, right? Packing lists. You probably make your own packing list, right? For certain things that you have to do. You go to the grocery store, you have a list that you need to write out. Some of us do. And you just check it off, right? You get everything on the list or everything you can find. Or if you're going on vacation, you put stuff on a list, some of some people do, right? You write your list out of the things you're going to pack or you have it mentally and you just kind of check it off, tick, tick, tick as you go along. 
y'all, we need unpacking this. Mm-hmm. We need unpacking this. Let me just let's let just start here. Let's just start here with the, the school, because since we're talking about school and it's back to school time and all that, y'all, wouldn't it be great if you knew that you didn't have to pack tissues? Mm-hmm. On the unpacking list, just imagine if they said, unpack those tissues. Because mm-hmm. you know, I think I think they do this all even before the the uh, coronavirus came through COVID-19, even before the pandemic, you had to bring that box of tissues or boxes of tissues. What if they said, uh-uh, your kid is not getting sick this year. They don't need these tissues. Unpack it. If you knew that in advance, it wouldn't it be nice to just not have to buy them? Your kid is not getting sick this year. At least for your kid now, you know, for everybody else, they're they going to have to figure out whether they need to pack it or not. But listen, unpacking list. Put tissues on there. If the kid's not going to get sick this year, we don't know. But just let us know in advance and then we can unpack it. Number two, bananas. Mm-hmm. You, you, you looking like bananas. Yes. Y'all know some of y'all pack these lunches for these kids and these kids not going to eat what you pack them? They are going to trade that banana for a fruit roll-up in a minute. You know it. That child never eats a banana. You, they come back home. You say, how, how was lunch? Did you like did you like what I packed? Oh yeah, I ate that and I ate that. I, I, no, but I also got the fruit roll up for my friend. Y'all, pack them an apple. If they like apples, pack them an apple. But it wouldn't it be good. Wouldn't it be good for you to just know that before you pack that lunch that day, the kid is not gonna eat that. It's and the, and if you pack the banana, it's gonna come back all brown and, and messed up because the kid just didn't eat it, ate something else, or they got the school lunch anyway. Even though you packed them a lunch, they still took the school. Y'all unpacking list, and and we're not just gonna stop with the kids. Mm-mm. Unpacking list for life. Yes, uh, unpack that black skirt. Now I grew up. And my grandparents were really essential to my growing up, particularly my paternal grandmother. My grandmother, she would always tell me anytime I was packing for something, going off to school or whatever, right? College, pack a black skirt. And always, any vacation, you always had to have a black skirt just in case you went somewhere, right? That's old school. Always, always had a black skirt. Y'all, what if somebody told you in like February of 2020? Don't pack that black skirt. Mm-mm, don't even buy that black skirt. You don't need that black skirt because you're not going nowhere. You are not going anywhere. You will be at home. Y'all had so many nice clothes, you know, really nice dresses to go out in. Didn't go anywhere. Did you go somewhere? Where have y'all been going? Ain't went to no balls. No, not at all. You You didn't know. Right? You didn't know, but you should have had an unpacking list. I would have enjoyed having an unpacking list. Just to let me know that I wasn't going anywhere. Y'all, last thing I want to throw out at you is a book. And I know that sounds just, you know, counterintuitive because I'm all about the books. I read them, write them. I mean, this is what we do. We talk about books around here, but y'all, there have been some vacations and I was like, I'm going to pack these magazines and this book and the book was thick, but I still said I was going to pack it. Didn't even touch that book. Didn't even touch that book. And I mean, either it was a magazine just had me enthralled or I got somewhere and I used to travel and do a lot of hostels back in the day as a single woman, just traveling around the world. And they would have little libraries at the hostel. And so I would pick up the library book and on, you know, the free books that you had and just look through them. 
Had I had an unpacking list and known in advance that I was not going to do anything with that book, I would have saved myself a lot of space in that suitcase. Mm-hmm. Or just, just pain in the shoulder as I carried my shoulder bag with a book. Y'all, unpacking list. What would you do with all the space and the money and the time had you had an unpacking list back in the day? And moving forward, y'all, unpacking list. What, it, you know, some of y'all can make an unpacking list right now. You know, you always pack that one particular thing and you never use it. Packing swimsuits and you know you don't swim. Now, you know you not you are not going to go to the pool at the hotel, but you still packed a swimsuit anyway. Unpacking list, y'all. Let's get with it. That's what we need to do. With all these packing lists, we need to start creating unpacking lists. All right. Well, that's, that's all I'm going to say on that because y'all know I could continue on. But let's go ahead and move along to the last section of this podcast. And as always, if you've been around for a little bit, you know that I always have an original piece for you. And the piece is entitled The Hope Garden. Chandra dropped the metal spoon into her sister's pristine kitchen sink, screwing her face up in displeasure. Sis, I just tasted this stew and something ain't right. Terry grimaced looking down at the pot of beef stew on her six-range gas stove. Her kitchen glistened in the waning waves of sun bouncing across every reflective surface of her Tuscan chic remodel. What do you think is missing? Terry asked her sister. Let me give it another taste, Chandra said, rolling her eyes in that amused-to-be-consulted kind of way before grabbing a fresh spoon from the silverware drawer. Terry had invited the whole family up from Atlanta proper to visit her new suburban home, and her sister Chandra was the first to arrive. Having promptly called in sick to her weekend shifts at the Dollar Tree, organized her two kids in pit bull pup named Sparkle into her old school candy apple red Monte Carlo with the illegal tents, and rolled up to her sister's home the home of a newly appointed judge and her doctor husband out delivering somebody's firstborn. I think it's missing hot sauce, Chandra said, already moving Terry out of the way. Hot sauce, a sprinkle of sugar, and more salt. Definitely more salt. Terry raised her eyebrows in alarm. Well, I don't have hot sauce. No hot sauce, Chandra scoffed, eyes wide in surprise as if she'd been slapped. No, Terry said, but I have sriracha. Sriracha? And I don't have cane sugar, but I have stevia and agave syrup, Terry continued. No sugar? How you make cookies then? I don't, Terry said this time rolling her eyes in that amused-you-think-I-bake kind of way. Chandra shook her head in utter disbelief. And as far as salt, Terry said after a brief silence, I like to reduce my intake using my Hope Garden's herbs. No hot sauce, no sugar, and now you telling me that you growing a garden of dope? 
Chandra said, whispering conspiratorially. No, I said hope. No, what I hope is that you keep your rich people dope away from the police because they will come for you. I don't care how rich and prestigious you get. Chandra, you misunderstood. Uh Uh-uh. What you misunderstood is that if you don't get to the store and buy some real hot sauce, sugar, and salt, and put it up in this beef stew before everybody else gets here, you're going to owe everybody gas money for this wasted trip because we going back home. She said with a wink and that, love you, but I'm still the better cook kind of way. All right, y'all. So I hope you enjoyed that. Lots of fun writing that piece. And I hope that you enjoyed the whole episode. As always, check out the YouTube page, Station with Stories. Check me out and follow on Instagram and Twitter, stationed underscore story. And of course, the podcast. Give it all the stars. Share it with someone and leave a review. Always, always excited to read your reviews and your comments on YouTube and follow the hashtag because I will tweet and respond back to you on all the social media platforms. And that is it for today, y'all. Station with Stories. I'm your host, Kalisha hollis Jesse. Until next Monday, bye peeps. Hey.